0: Welcome one, welcome all, welcome back folks, welcome back to the show. Today I have a very interesting and synchronistic show again. Like like I said, the show always works off on synchronicity. Um, I was scouring Instagram, you know, looking for cool people to talk to. And um, this one account called Dream Circle Music started following me and like liking my stuff. So I went to check him out and instantly, you can tell, I can tell just by looking like at their bio. I can tell we're going to hit it off. So here in their bio, it says um, they're a music band, of course. They're act- artivist, you know, like an activist, but through art. They're creators of the sync movie films also. Uh, they're shadow band for questioning the system, like most of us here. And they create truth music. They are the creators of Dream Circle music. Stop the podcast right now and go listen to the song Go Outside. I'm just going to read to you a quote from it that I really love. It goes... Freedom is in the forest, in the foxes, in the flowers, in the mushrooms, in the soil, in the sun, in the soft sand between my toes, in the metaphysical, the magical, the unknown. Wow. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
1: Word. Thanks for having me. Actually, that song's called Simple Things. Simple Things. But the hook is, you know, got to get out, got to get outside. So, yeah.
0: Go check it out, guys. Stop, Stop the podcast simple things by dream circle on spotify man
1: youtube and wherever else you get your online music kick but yeah that's thank you so much thanks for the love
0: so who are you tell me a little bit about yourself for us of people who might not know
1: so i'm katie mejia and my husband and i Joel, are dream circle and we work with 11 you know, he's a couple, he's, he's one of the few, you know, uh, MCs that we work with, but we, we definitely work with different lyricists and singers and whatnot. And we started Dream Circle in 2011. Uh, I am from Texas originally. And then, you know, in Austin, I found kind of music in the sense of reggae mostly was my kind of thing, but they had a nice little hip hop scene back in that in the day and so I got inspired and then there was kind of a big dance music scene so I, I kind of got into DJing I played a lot of drum and bass just crazy kind of conscious music for that time you know it was very like um about raising your consciousness and then you know I think this there was like a whatever psyop happening 9-11 I think was that psyop and sort of shut that down so I just had this desire to just To New York City, I do not know why because it was actually, you know, two years after 9 11. I look back on that now going, What was I thinking? But I was called spiritually, my soulmate Joel. I knew he was in uh New York, and it wasn't really about you know going to a place to that you know and and that was connected to people in this way that New York is, you know, but then it was at the same time because yeah, people go there. 'Cause it is like on crystals and limestone and people are like drawn to that place. And for better or worse, there's definitely a lot of dark energy and, and power grabs happening there. And mm. right now I call it the rotten apple, actually. Mm. But um back in the day it was it was it was pretty high vibe. Like there were parties, I was teaching, I was throwing really cool events, and then I met Joelle and then we actually went to a sound meditation after our a band had broken up that we had uh started and was doing quite well and like you know had like a nice vibe to it and was really interesting and new and kind of fresh but then it just fell apart because of egos and he and I were like, oh let's start our own thing. Mm. So that's kind of how it, it became Dream Circle and how I got from Texas to New York City.
0: Awesome. And where did you meet Joel?
1: Through the band, uh the engineer who was also like the singer in this other band called Maya Mo, and it was—I guess it was just synchronicity. I mean, I knew he, like I said, he was my soulmate. So we—it was the law of attraction, which I totally believe in. It was like you do—if you have that opening, you will call in, you know, your soulmates. And I think you have many in this life, mm. you know, and you have opportunities and timelines and divergences and choice points. And I think that that it hit, you know, at this moment when. I was looking for my soulmate. I mean, I I, I definitely am not a solo person, although I'm a cancer, but I, I, you know, I enjoy being the people. I always collaborate on music and films and whatever art I'm doing. I don't ever do solo stuff. So I kind of knew this was like, you know, the person I was going to do art with too and also be my partner. And so my MO was shooting like a music video and he was really into that time cutting and editing videos too because he's a drummer. He was like playing the drums and the djembe and the band. And yeah, it was just like a, crazy music video and then we had like Sparks and because I actually was marrying him you might have to go check this out because this video is pretty wild I had this idea that like we were all gonna marry him there's like three singers and guitarists and I think the other girl was the engineer right that's how I met Met him was through the engineer who was also a singer and she brought us together really so I have to give love to her but it was like you know we have many friends in common you know and it was it was through really the law of attraction, secrecy type of thing that we were like, okay, let's make this music video. And then we got to know each other and then we were friends and then we, you know, had developed into more than that. And we've been married for nine years now. Wow. That's oh. awesome.
0: Well, it, you said a couple of interesting things. Uh, first off, uh, you're a cancer. So am I. Uh,
1: oh, uh, <laughs> what's your birthday?
0: July twenty one.
1: Nice. Okay, we're we're. I'm I'm kind of on the cusp, but I'm, I'm I'm like the 20, June twenty eighth.
0: So yeah. And probably, you know, yeah. I never really believed in that kind of stuff. But the more you kind of look at it, it is weird how some people do have similar personalities. Now that doesn't yeah. mean that everyone from that month is going to be the same. But it's weird how the characteristics do kind of float around the the people born around that time. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, astrology is real. I mean, it's it definitely was. It was like a lot of things. It was um, you know, it was very. It was very much about like wealthy and, you know, and still today you'll have celebrities that do it. And like president, president, I remember um, hearing about a president's wife being obsessed with it and she would use it. I'm thinking it was Ronald Reagan's wife. You can look that up, but she was like obsessed with astrology. But it, it's it's the thing that the elite had had like knowledge of and then they squashed it. They didn't allow the regular person to have access to it because it's that knowledge that we can tap into and my husband's like super into it in the sense of like the scientific part of it and connecting it with um astronomy too but i think it's really about who, what your rising sign is and stuff so if like you look at your birth chart you can't just, it's not just about your sign yeah. you, like your um you know you 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 have the rising and then you have your moon and you know, the time like you were
0: born moon. and all of that yeah it's not complicated
1: it's like science like i'm not kidding and it it's actually i'm not a scientific i I mean i totally get science and i think science is very important but my mind is a lot more it doesn't really work in that and so analytically like that so i it actually blows my mind if you try to get into the science of it and he'll try to explain it to me and it's it's almost like too much but you know there's there's a lot to it you just gotta like you know you gotta study it to really see how it does work for you but And I it's really it's,
0: interesting, also, right now, you just said you're more, I guess, the left. I don't know which side of the brain, but the brain has two hemispheres. One is more artistic. The creative one is more, yeah kind of so, so I kind of just saw that you and your husband, he's, the, I guess, the more analytical, scientific. Uh, yeah. And you're more the feeling of emotional, art. But uh, to go back yeah. what you were saying, soulmate, I don't know if I believe in the idea of soulmates, but I do believe, like you yeah. said, we have s- several soulmates throughout different lifetimes. You know, maybe I could have had a past life and... My wife is probably a teacher of mine or something. I've heard this theory that the same people that you interact with, you kind of have them in different lifetimes, and there may not be the exact exact relationship you had with them. It might be something different, but somehow you have this soul family, I guess, throughout time.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think you you have karma, you build up with them, and then you may have wronged them, and so then you have to, like, heal it in this life. So, like, previous lives, I had this crazy... Akashic Records reading one time and, the, and and it was like I couldn't even really make sense of it because it just seemed too dark but it was like I had done really horrible things I mean I believe it was almost like murder or something I, I was like okay you're telling me this but it's just I can't handle this information but it was like i had done some really wrong bad things to my daughters my two my my two daughters in this lifetime
0: mm.
1: and it was like you're gonna heal it all in this I mean uh you know what you did in that previous lifetime in this one and I was just like Okay. You know, that's, that's a lot to, to really like try to understand, but you know, they're here to, you know, either create more karma. Cause you have kid when you have kids, you create karma, right. Which is kind of the crazy part of having kids, especially you understand why a lot of people don't want to have children. I mean, it's really intense. It's very much of a responsibility. I put it off for a really long time. And then when it finally, I finally, you know, was in a place to do it. It was, it's, it's like, Incredibly amazing because I know my kids will probably be artists too, and I could tell by even looking at their birth charts and stuff on that astrology level that they will probably be artists. And so you have to—it's important to be guided when you're an artist, especially in the United States. And it's not like in South and Central America or Central America where I've traveled a lot to, where just art and creativity and culture is like is ancient. You know, it's like part of this this energy yeah. that they all have and share. And in the United States, it's like money, it's like capitalism, it's mm-hmm. all this. And yeah. so, it's just, it's like, I want to be able to guide my kids through music, because music is so important and powerful, but it's been, it's so hard for us, like, in this day and age, if you didn't have that guidance, mm-hmm. you know, to make music, and, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the the past life thing is like a whole rabbit hole, for sure.
0: Yeah, man, it's wild, like, when you really start, like, yes, a couple of weeks ago, I, I ate some mushrooms, and I was just thinking, like, man, it's so mm-hmm. wild, like, the everyone has their own life and everyone thinks that they're at the center of the universe, but there's so much going on in people's lives. They have relationships, troubles, problems, success. Like, it it varies so much. It's so complex. But then I come to the idea that all of this, though, came from one thing, a source. Something started all of this. And it's to me, it's insane how people will go around thinking or believing in atheism. I don't know what your beliefs are.
1: Yeah, no, I was raised by, like, a semi-atheist, so it was, you know it's I see that I see being an atheist as a backlash to being if you were a Catholic you know like if you were molested or something like yeah, I mean right. if you think of the worst possible situation right somebody is a Catholic they're molested by their priest like you would probably become an atheist you know there's certain things that'll push people away from spirituality which is totally I so I totally see that which is why we have atheism I don't think it's people aren't innately atheists you know
0: yeah yeah um exactly
1: I don't I, I think we have that that creator like because we came from the creator but we will be pushed away from it you know and a lot of us were I mean, you sound like you probably were too how were you raised
0: yeah well I, strange thing but I, i've heard this story similarly everywhere i was born in a really strong christian household so mm-hmm. i guess i went through my adolescence and pushed back i read about other religions other ideologies uh, philosophies and i had this thought of well I, my religion thought it was the correct one, but so do these. So, who? the only
1: one though, that was how I was raised Christian, too. That was that's always what bothered me, though. Was right. that it was the only way, yeah. right?
0: And then you look around, read around, well, there's like, other cultures, other times people did not know the name Jesus. Are you gonna say they're going to hell? Like, all I had all these yes, conflictions right. in my mind, and I was like. I don't know. I went atheist for a while, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but then I, I, I kept reading. The mushrooms. Yeah, they are, exactly. The psychedelics <laughs> brought me back to God. Because yeah. I was. Every time. Yeah, I was sitting out in nature. I was just like, man, this cannot be an accident. Mm-hmm. Everything's connected. The trees, like for evolution to happen, like the main contingency I have of evolution is they say everything happens with time. Of, I don't know exactly what I believe, but to believe that a, a flower. Is a certain color to attract the the bees, and how everything's just connected It's a system. There's an intelligent design. All of this is planned. It's not like just an accident and mistake after mistake. We're here. I don't believe that. That's possible.
1: Yeah, I was talking to you about this film that we made. Time is art. Synchronicity and the collective dream. And we had like a couple of different people in there um, that were just like you know, just breaking it down, how, how, you know, you can't, you can't just say everything is random. There's just nothing, you know, there's nothing is random, which it was just, which is funny. It's like a song I've always wanted to finish writing. I started it and It was kind of weird. You know, how you start something and you're like, oh, I really am feeling this thing. And then you're like, oh, no, that beat is just off. And then you got to go back to, it. but it's called, it's called nothing is random. Right. And it's, you can't expect this kind of incredible magic, like in nature, which is talking about flowers, to be random. Right. I mean, it just, it doesn't, I, I mean, I don't, that's like, almost like AI. AI is random. Like when you see AI art and stuff and yeah. they're like, it's random. I mean, it doesn't have any um, magic to it. And so I think that's that's really what, you know, some of these scientists out there that are, that believe that, you know, there's nothing, it's just, we live in a void or whatever. Like you can't have connectivity on the level that, that we think you can have um, because there's no God, right? And so it's a person's, like, starting from there's no God to, you know, everything is, is just totally random, right? And those two things are are kind of the path of, you know, capitalism and materialism and just it's this whole just train of thought and it's the people that follow the orders, the people that, you know, um, did the lockdowns, the people that took away, you know, people from each other, it, it, the controlling type of individual. I, I don't know what you know possesses people, and even maybe there people argue that they're not even like fully human to do what they do. But I know someone who is like, you know, speaking on how everything is so connected. Rupert Sheldrake. He's the one of the scientists that it was like, um, he was actually his TED talk was banned, which is so funny. He's one of the first like canceled people I can remember um although MIA I remember she kind of was canceled but people in the I guess it was 2000 we put out the film in 2015 so I think it was around that time they had a TED talk Rupert um Sheldrake and Graham Hancock who now has this like hugely popular but like um, you know, controversial documentary on Netflix.
0: Have you seen it? It's awesome. I love it. And yeah. and, and, Pop, like, and he doesn't even
1: get into crazy stuff at all. I mean, he just scratches the surface, and, right. and people are like mad. You know.
0: And it's funny and, how when you see the people who are making fun of him, like they don't even talk about anything in the show. They're just ridiculous, no. making him like looking like a bad person. They're paid. Yeah. They're
1: paid to do that. You can tell they're they're paid. I mean, people are getting paid to just slander truth. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. It's just some dude who's like, you know. I don't know how they get people to convince people to do stuff like in a certain, in a way they can convince people without them feeling like they're selling out or whatever. But it's it's outrageous, like to not think that there was a previous civilization, like how, how, how simple minded is that? Like this planet is tremendously, you know, uh, just epic, like the things that you find and see and things. And there's no way that there wasn't something before. And there's no way there weren't catastrophes. I mean, they talk all the time about things possibly hitting the planet just to make us be in fear
0: right and
1: you're saying that 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 you're telling me that nothing could have there you know could could have hit the planet and how many thousands and thousands of yeah. years I mean anyway it's just funny because we had him he, he's in the time is art film in the part where he's talking about ayahuasca actually he's talking about um, plant medicine and so he had also done a I believe it was also a TED talk and I don't know I, I feel like that one was also banned because he was talking about ayahuasca back in the day but the one with Rupert Sheldrake and him that got banned is because they said it was pseudoscience and it was exactly what we're talking about where he was, he's broken down the morphogenic fields and how everything connects and he can really articulate it, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Rupert Sheldrake. And they just didn't like that. They were like, nah, that's pseudoscience, you know, and that's, they don't want us to have God. You know, they, if you have God, it has to be controlled. Like the church has to tell you this, that, and the other. And then the movement nowadays is people are like having a backlash and they want god and spirituality and i and and it may not be in the way that you and i have it like through you know the different things that we do but i'm cool with that i'd rather have i'd rather have people have some sort of god because i think when you don't have anything it's just you just have no morality you're willing to hurt people in a way that like a mass murderer does or whatever somebody who you know is in all these true crime documentaries you know yeah so i feel like god whatever your god is like do it
0: you know i I love i love it i love it because the way you were talking about earlier you're saying how essentially uh the new power of the world america the new world and you were comparing it to like the old world of music you know culture when i think about american culture like you're right all we really do have is consumerism or Mm. i don't even know what really because the american culture just seems like you go buy things you consume media but there's no real culture, like you said, like in ancient cultures, they had music, they had dances, they had uh, traditions, rituals. But it seems like the only ritual here is to buy, to like go to work and, and buy things and consume and erase God, like you said, it all ties in with science, making it seem that all of this is an accident. There's no morality, uh, just consume and do whatever you want that makes you happy. And. It's just crazy how we're, we're right now at a crossroads where it seems like they're really going to try to implement, I don't know, their plan of totalitarianism to control everybody. We're at a crossroads where either humanity like puts their foot on the ground and says, no, we, we need to go back to like an archaic time where we're collective, we're together. Uh, and now it seems like they just want to divide us. And they kind of forced everyone to stay at home with the COVID thing, just trying to shut us in. And I love people like you, your husband, y'all making art. Y'all say y'all are artivist. I love that. Can you t- talk about that please?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean and I could touch on the whole just lockdown thing too, which is ridiculous. But one of the things that we did when they said, Oh, you can't go and you know meet with people is we were like, F that, we're gonna do this community garden. It was like it was basically just learning about how to get rid of invasive plants and pull all these crazy vines out, which are like um you know, a lot of them came from like, you know, European countries and stuff. When they came over, they brought all these just plants that are indigenous. So we had, it was like this crazy, you know, plot of land that that Rome, the, the, the lyricist rapper that we work with, um, you know, he was living there for the time. And so we were like, oh, well, just at least we're outside. Nobody's going to say anything, you know. So we are, there was like six or seven of us just outside every day. Just, we didn't even own this land, like nothing. We oh, were wow. just bringing the land back to its like, you know, like rightful sort of place, you know, where it should be. And I think that's, there's such a movement, it's such a huge movement right now, even even if you went along with whatever's going on and you, you 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 know, you don't, you're not open and aware, like you're talking about, about the totalitarian, you know, movements. Well, that's pretty much always been there. I mean, that's why 1984 was written. I mean, I don't know what year it was written, but it was written a long time ago. I should know that, but uh, I don't, um, but you know, that's, it's, it's been a movement for a long time for the new world order. I can't remember the first time it was like coined. I mean, it, it's, I remember reading about it in my economics book in college and it all of a sudden, bing, 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 everything went off like, mm. my twenties. I was like, wait, what? It was like, I had experienced this before, maybe in a previous life, you know, cause Atlantis supposedly had a very similar thing where AI kind of took over and they didn't have, they had all these scientists that didn't have any morality. They had no code of ethics. That's why I'm, I've always really been fascinated by, like, you're talking about the ancient Central American, um, like Mayans. That's you know, my original idea for Time as Art came from this guy, Jose Arguelles, who coined the term Time is Art, and he was tapping into the Mayans, like, and how wild and, like, just out of kind of 5D reality they were. They're, like, more in this other dimension. And these cultures i have like right here the indian ten commandments you know and it's like it says treat you know it has like a, a code of ethics in, in a sense with capitalism you have no code of ethics mm-hmm. you know you just have like it's me against you and that's why the whole evolution stories is bs because it's like the survival of the fittest that right there just that's the whole you know state of mind consciousness for capitalism yes. it's like me against you, you know, and my company needs to take over your company or buy it out or something, which is why you have six, you know, meat companies that are owned by one or two people. So I think, you know, there's, there is this whole conspiracy of this like elite, but they're, they're learning their one, they're learning everything through this ego kind of thing. And they don't have a code of ethics. They don't have, they're not obviously tapped into like indigenous ways of life and things like that. So I think the movement to get back to the land is like the best thing that's possibly happened. So it's no, coincidence that this whole um you know movement totalitarian movement got got so you know it it was it was so effective it's it's because people you know were really trying to raise their consciousness. it got squashed and then they really went for the people who were into that you know so you look at australia that was the hardest hit they were the biggest like back to you know the land movement i've ever seen was happening on, on australia we had like the reason i know this is we had our film screen there. And it was like most popular in Australia. And our film is a very, it's all about, you know, these kinds of concepts where it's everything's connected and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really about synchronicity, you know, and it, and then, you know, it goes a little bit further, but it's like, they, they were hit so hard, the places, the people where there was really a back to the the land type of movement, like permaculture and all these things where it's like, you want to, you know, you want to really get back into understanding, you know, taking plant medicines, sacred ceremonies things like that you want to do and there's a movement but so many of those people you thought they were awakened but then they kind of fell in step in line with all of this kind of like nonsense that the media is spewing
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know mm-hmm. and i know you're all about that because truth in media is you so it's like you know that that this is what's happening but you know we what do we do i think exactly. that's kind of where i'm at with it exactly when you say artivism you're about being artists and having the activism part of it and using the art is active and music is that way. And it's like, if you hear our lyrics, they're pretty much talking about the same thing. And even potentially almost like, you know, some of Rome's lyrics, I will say are like, you know, they're too ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. And it's like when the music finally, because we have all this new music when that finally comes out, it's like, it's going to be really in step with, with where we're at you know the united states and the world now because it's it's capitalism has taken over the whole world and i think like certain parts of central america you can kind of go and escape it you can go and just live in a bubble you, can, you don't have to deal with digital ids and digital banks and all that stuff but when you're living in the united states it's all about money that's what we do and we have to really be aware of what's happening and like how do we counteract it
0: yeah um, that's amazing and beautiful. Everything you said, especially the community garden thing. Like I love that. Like you said, there's a yearning. People want to do this now. Like they, people are now seeing that big farmers alive, That uh, the food that we eat is poison, and they they want to create their own. And like what you said, you created a community garden. Like nobody told you, hey, go do this. No one said, hey, we're gonna give you this money. Go and clear this land. Y'all did it out of your own volition, and y'all were like, let's do this. This is cool. And then you create a community. And that's how it should be. We're like humans are communal. We lived in little villages. We all worked. We all did our part. We all shared. And yeah, like you said this thing about capitalism about just stepping on others. There is no code of ethics. The code of ethics is to destroy your enemy. And it's like what what are we doing here? It should be about community. It should be like like you said in it's not survival of the fittest. In nature really it's the people who like the when animals work together, what are they called symbiotic or they have animal mm-hmm. species that work together. They benefit more, and it's like that's how it should be. It's like a con- congealed group effort of, of people working together, where everyone puts in their time, their effort, what they have, their creativity. I, I love the way you speak, and I, I've the all the people that I find are have this type of path that they go through their life. What do you think it was in your life path that led you down this path of questioning and seeking?
1: Yeah, I mean I think for most people it's it's a it's like it, there's the red pill, you know, there's the like kind of was red-pilled. I think I told you by like 9/11 that just didn't make any sense. They just find the passport. Like it was it was kind of like what's happening today where just stuff, you know, the mayor's eating uh, you know, McDonald's to get you to take a, a shot that mm. you know is, is is like not needed, you know, and is hurting people. It's like that not 9/11 um narrative the official narrative was just like what i'm like i just was like nah and i remember i had this you know i believe my friend at the time's boyfriend was like muslim and he was even you know saying like stuff like wait what you know i mean because it was all and then it was all pinned on his culture too so of course he was a lot more you know um he was he was kind of like explaining to me new world order stuff and all that kind of stuff and it was really where i was like oh okay you know and i was like 20 ish and then I remember the weapons of mass destruction lie uh New York Times wrote about it you know and I remember that was the first time where I was like wow New York Times is a total mouthpiece for the CIA like Mm. this is a joke right Mm. and that was very early on in the game and I mean today it's like the most it's like big pharma is like I think they must be funded by them just straight up here is like dropping funds in their bank account every day you know um and then you know the Grammys was sponsored by Pfizer which was like what I mean you can't get (laughs) And I think spiritually, though, they have to put it in our face, mm-hmm. like people are saying, because that's how they they have to show it to us because otherwise they're messing with our, uh, you know, our kind of like God-given right to like right. live and be free. Yeah. But, they, but they're they showing it to us, you know, we have to make a decision. So, you know, starting community garden or something like that, that kind of is just the quickest way to just be like during the lockdown. You know, to me, that was the, that is, as far as just being subversive, which is really what it's all about. Cause I'm not so much of like a straight in your face activist. Like I try to put it in the poetry of the music. I try not to like be too in your face about it. Um, although on social media, I just, I can't handle it. I have to, you know, you just get on there and you're just sharing all the funny memes and whatnot to keep you kind of sane about how deceitful and ridiculous it is. And, you know, I'm not an anti like capitalist type person. I think, you know, we, we, when we started our, we grow microgreens and mushrooms and we have a business but it's like you know you got to be business minded that doesn't mean people can't get paid you know i'm not like trying to create this you know world where you're not you know earning your living and whatnot i mean it'd be i i wish we could do that but i i don't think that that's like what the 3d experience is about i think we aren't in that capacity consciousness-wise because our dna has been like you know we have all those extra junk dna strands that they talk about right yeah And I think those just got to get activated.
0: Yes. And then when
1: they're activated, we can start doing what you're talking about, which is like, really, as human beings live like how animals live in symbiosis. Like, you know, the chicken is, it's really good to have chickens because they eat all the ticks, you know, and the ticks are like crazy out here. You know, I live in uh, Hudson Valley and people get, you know, the Lyme disease thing, which is a whole other rabbit hole. But, you know, getting red pilled is really, really, it comes in stages. So I think it was like, it started with the 9 11 web is a mass destruction seeing media just outright outright lie and then get caught and then people still trust them that I, that's what like,
0: that's okay. what kills me katie what what is that It's like people live what is that uh stockholm syndrome they have yeah. stockholm syndrome like they know they're being lied to but they still believe i don't that's what makes me rip my hair out like i don't understand that and i think terrence mckenna said something like uh we're so quick to forgive and to accept gangsterism and betrayal, and it's like, damn, he's fucking right. People. Well, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's he's he's brilliant, by the way, and I've read all his books, and he inspired. He's he's definitely there's some quotes of his in uh in Time is Art too.
0: So oh I'm really? I, I'm gonna check that. Yeah. out. I'm gonna check.
1: Yeah, out. I'll send you. A, I'll send you the like a free link where you can watch it, and then you know you'll see um, that it's on that level because his stuff. And then I wrote a whole screenplay actually where I had because I had met his his um,
0: brother. Really. Dennis? yeah and um his brother dennis mckenna
1: yeah dennis he speaks he was speaking a lot and he was kind of running in this circle but i and i've written a screenplay where dennis is like in the film and this person um basically shows up at this party like that okay so what, what happens is the the character's like walking down the street and sees the terence mckenna book the um food of the gods right Uh on a shelf or something and he's kind of like had no clue about anything one of those people like had some you know just kind of like a skeptic atheist type person and then found the terrence mckenna book and started reading it and then that night goes somewhere and dennis mckenna is there reading from that very book it's like the synchronicity thing where you keep getting hammered with shit like that And, and i and i i literally was like you know um just blown away by terrence mckenna i mean he he inspires me so much so anyway i have that little scene in the film And, you know, you can't, the the thing about, like, just go on, go on a slightly different path, because, you know, when you get red-pilled, it's, it's like, okay, you're, you're on this path of understanding, and then it's, either you can revert, which I guess is somehow what a lot of these people did, which, because, like, you're talking about, I don't understand how people cannot remember weapons of mass destruction, like, that whole thing that went on, did that not, you know, does that, and then, of course, the opioid, um, scandals and all the things that the pharma industry has been doing for decades like how do people forget this stuff but but when you get red-pilled multiple times and it's like it wasn't just that one time or something and you do take plant medicines and things like that I feel like people you know can kind of also like escape have escapism and in there that's kind of what's happening too it's not only this talk cold syndrome but it's like the the escape of what's happening like it's too dark to really face Mm. it's like your personality type like i'm a person that really has been always into like the dark side of things and how to how to counteract it through art and what whatnot, right?
0: Yes. Not yes. everybody
1: has that personality, right? You you obviously have that personality, you know. Maybe
0: see. Wh- I wonder just, if that's a can can cancer it. thing too, because I'm no, I yeah. know cancers they remember things and they don't forget. That's what,
1: I, you're so funny. I just you just that's exactly what I was thinking. Cancers. and You just said that. That's weird.
0: <laughs> see exactly. This is why I love these conversations. They're meant to happen. And you know what? I told you. Um, I'm booked till July. So th- the fact that you got on today, I mean, you skipped the fret of the line. And like this was meant to be said right now, this connection that we're having. And it. Ties-
1: 100%, your podcast is great too. I, I, I listened to several of I mean, it's like, it, I love it. It was so on the wavelength that I was on. I needed in that moment. You know, I think that's what when you. I started, I had really tried to do a podcast way back called Shaking Reality. And it was more about like. Um, just crazy experiences people have, you know, mostly paranormal, and it wasn't, and it did get into some spiritual stuff and some some conspiracy stuff, but um, it was, you know, it, it, it was like a thing where I was like, I knew podcasts were going to go somewhere way back in the day, but I wish I would have stuck with it, so, you know, shout out to you for doing this, because, you know, people have, there's tons of podcasts out there, but there really aren't a whole lot talking about this type of stuff that, you know, so, so keep doing it, man. Cause and I don't know how I got in either because, and it worked out Saturday, you know, I just happened to be available too. So
0: yeah, exactly. All of this is synchronicity and you should do it. You can, it's not hard. I'm I'm, I'm not very smart and I figured it out.
1: I know. I mean, I did, it was like, it was one of those things where it's like this was 15 years back, you know, oh. and it was, I was oh. doing it but then I just fell off and it, it, it was, you know what, the hardest part, and I, and I think it's really interesting how you find people to be on your show is you just find them on Instagram. This was before Instagram. This was like oh, right yeah. when podcasts just came out. I was always doing things like way before. And so, you know, there wasn't a lot of people listening to them, you know, at that time. And so that was a combination of, and then I ended up just putting it on YouTube. But I think I like the way that you are finding people through synchronicity. That's mm-hmm. really, its it's not only is it spiritually you know you're you're kind of tapping in on into that law of attraction thing but it's also probably easier to do because that was the problem it was hard to book people yeah the people that I was booking and getting everything to line up and like I don't know how you do that like how you you booked all the way to July I mean that's that's crazy I think that part was too too like there was too much of the of the analytical side i I couldn't be that organized (laughs) well that could be
0: your husband he could help you with that he can do all the booking and you can do like a word
1: that's how you do it you have someone to help no
0: no it's just on me but i'm saying you your husband's more of the analytical science minded math logic you know maybe he can book and plan all that and you can just like do the other oh my
1: god he works like he has so much stuff he's doing i I don't think i have to pencil my time into his life really he does so much yeah tell me about it He's well. We started the, this microgreens and mushrooms farm, and it's in the Bronx, and it's also in Kingston. It's called Meo My Farms, and it's like you know, Me is in uh, microgreens, and My is in mycelium. Is that you on know, your
0: Instagram? Sure. Okay.
1: Um, I think I've posted about it a couple of times, but I'll I'll put it in there for you Send if you Send
0: me, me a link, and I'll put it on the show. Yeah, notes. it's just
1: at Meo My Farms. M I O H. I mean O M I O H M Y Farms. That's the Instagram, but, um, and then farms.com. But that's like a whole other, like I said, I mean, we just had a a, a moment of like, we need to grow our own food and we just need to be self-sustaining and we need to make superfoods that people can take to counteract all, like you said, the poison. All of our food system has been poisoned. If you go to a restaurant, you're just having like pure, like, you know, um, you know, vegetable oil or who knows what they're cooking with, canola oil or whatever. I mean, it's just, nobody is cooking or... Creating like the food that is really, you know, what what you if you're especially if you're a high conscious person, it's like it's gonna like take you down. Yeah. You gotta like counteract it. So we started growing the superfoods, and those are the microgreens, which are pretty wild if you don't know where they are, but they're they're pretty popular. Everyone's kind of you know somebody out there. I don't know. Do you know about microgreens? Yes,
0: I've st- I've actually wanted to do that. Uh, for people that don't know, it's basically you can grow your own little super really healthy food at home, and it grows like in a month or less. And it's like you can grow in little trays. You don't need a plant outside. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's amazing.
1: They're hydroponic. Yeah, you can use hemp pads. You can use cocoa choir. Um, But, yeah, there's then the the mushrooms to me. I've always, I mean, I've been obsessed with mushrooms. Just not. I mean, obviously medicinal um, and and psychedelic type mushrooms, but also just being able to grow mushrooms. So they're growing mushrooms in the Bronx, and then hopefully it's going to get moved here um but these are like
0: uh lion's mane not like yeah lion's
1: mane's crazy it's like it's it's pretty interesting how the the texture of lion's mane but then there's oyster which is really what we're growing and that's kind of like the most basic but the mushrooms are i think you know speaking of you know just higher powers and whatnot i feel like mushrooms are definitely some super duper higher you know consciousness uh Being, even though it's just a plant, but it's it's like a you know those these medicinal plants, these these plants like cannabis and ayahuasca that have these like healing. I mean, of course, herbs in general are just incredibly powerful. But the more you get into that, I think that that's also being you know I think that that's also taking away the power of like the lead and stuff like that. No matter what happens, you can still take back your power by just getting it back from the earth. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, have you seen that? the, uh, the earthing movie earthing? You know about
0: earthing no I don't think so what's it called oh, let me earthing? put you under this
1: yeah earthing is crazy okay so earthing The I think it's called the earthing movie okay. documentary but you can literally just go outside take your shoes off and just for 15 minutes stand in the grass oh and yes you yes. can totally reset yourself yeah, that's what earthing is I don't know if you have another word for it
0: grounding but, um, grounding
1: grounding yeah 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 the movie called it earthing but it's just the idea that you're getting all that good stuff you yeah. know from the earth just by standing on it which you, i mean i didn't even know that until not that long i mean i think i was yeah i think it was like maybe eight years ago you know i mean there's just so many tools and basic things i mean how basic is it just to go outside and put your feet i mean you know put your feet in the in the grass
0: yeah. like wow really i can do that you know so and check this out katie tools. um the ancient yeah. uh indians their shoes they made them to where they had i don't know like copper like some type of metal yeah, in their shoes Right? I saw that
1: somebody shared that meme. Did you share that? I don't know,
0: but I saw. I went to actually. I saw it at a museum. There's a museum here by my house. And I saw Uh, the shoe. Like I was looking for it. I was looking for the sandals, and they have like something to like. I don't know. Get the energy from the ground. I don't know what. It's crazy. I saw that
1: they had little. It was like little, little like Tesla coil
0: things. Yeah, that's fucking (laughs) wild. And see, look, Katie. So I always think about when I was younger. I had insomnia, and I would just stay up late and think about the weirdest shit. And I remember one time in particular thinking. What would happen if you got a baby human and you put him like in an empty white room? I know it sounds fucked up, like a fucked up experiment, but what would happen if you put a baby in a room and you just had food for him, but no interaction with humans or anything? What would happen to that mind? And then now, when you really think about it, well, that's what they're doing to us in America, basically. Uh, or that's what they want to do with the new world, or disconnect you from reality, make you have shoes where you wear rubber, uh, you drive a car with rubber in rubber, your roof is covered in rubber. It's like you're isolated from the world. And then they don't even tell you about the ancient uh, societies, ancient stories, ancient knowledge. And they just want to keep you in this little room and feed you the information that they want you to know, the food that they want you to eat. And it's like they put us in that little damn, I wonder if I did that to myself, like what if all of this, I'm sure you heard that idea that all of this is reality, is maybe just you projecting everything, but they've essentially done that, they've taken it out, taken us out of nature and put us into this secluded room where we know nothing really about source, nature, uh, just the mind, how high we can yeah you're
1: you're so correct because i can't i I love the idea of like someone just making like a docu uh like a music video where it starts off with that exact idea you're talking about where it's like you're in this white box and you've got all this like you know uh just plastic or rubber or whatever blocking you or you know it's it's like you people have and then you've got the you know the emfs right Mm mm-hmm that the electromagnetic frequencies and that are counteracting all of the good, you know, energy. It's pretty wild. What we're up against, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's crazy what we are up against. And I, I can only imagine, you know, if I didn't have all these tools, what would I be doing? What exactly. would you, what, what Man, would you I love be doing?
0: that you're doing this artivism, like that quote, it really is true, the pen is mightier than the sword. We're not going to beat the New World Order with guns and shit. We got to do it through art, through coming up with a better way of life, of going back to nature, having communities, just walking away and like saying no. The great resignation, this is what we're trying to do now, spread this idea and it's growing exponentially because of the internet and I feel they gave us the internet to try to control us, but it we figured out how to use it to spread the information that needs to get out and it's crazy how they exactly use- That's how
1: you you run this podcast you're you're tapping into the power of like that very thing you're using it for good you, I mean to be able to put this whole thing together like that and just find people and it's never random you know how you find people and by me tapping into your frequency of of the of the knowledge and truth that you put out on social media you know and how I liked it or shared it and stuff and that was how you were drawn. I mean, that is, that's totally, they, that was, that's not what they wanted, right? That's mm-hmm. like the exact opposite of exactly. what
0: they wanted. Yeah. And I love how Terrence Pekina puts it. He says that, uh, through the technological revolution, we, they've spilled this knowledge and we've gathered it and we used it for our benefit to grow and like to congeal and become, uh, like connected because the way they did it in the past, we didn't have no information. There was no way you could share this information. Like I'm talking to people in, from England, uh, asia all over the Mm -hmm. world and that's so powerful and it's just i sometimes wonder what could they do once we really all start waking up what are they going to do are they going to pull that fake alien invasion like what's going to happen yeah
1: right that's it's always like okay i feel like it's climate climate engineering i think that i i that's my theory because um i'm always trying to get ahead of it too you know like most people are like what's coming next i think they're they have to do something that was like the health crisis type of engineered mm-hmm. health crisis or created the health crisis, um, whatever they did, you know? Um, and I think that the climate engineering, the, the, you know, I look up in the skies, man, I've never seen so much just like clear, um, clearly. And I have a whole song about it. And we were going it called strange clouds. You can look that up on Spotify too. It's like, you know, strange clouds in the sky out of place passing by me strange clouds like what are they they just look mad strange to me and it's because I've looked into it enough to know what a real cloud is and what a fake cloud is and I'm not a scientist I told you that but (laughs) there's these wispy looking clouds that happen after they do the x's in the sky mm-hmm. and uh, all these x's and they just do and it's just blocking out the sun, blocking out the sun. Yeah. and then you look there's this guy called the dimming watch the documentary called the dimming on youtube hmm. um dane he has a weird last name on camera but he 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 was he discovered it too through because he was living off grid in california and his solar array was just like he had had it for many years and it was like you know it was it was catching a good amount of sun and then all of a sudden he started seeing these, these chemtrails in the sky and then all of a sudden literally he could tell he could actually measure that his solar panels weren't pulling in the same amount oh, wow. of energy isn't that crazy That's i mean wild. that right there just shows you and people are like well how can we you know prove that this is what's happening well if that doesn't prove it i don't know what doesn't and he gets into some super crazy very scientific you know, um, explanation. And then, you know, a lot of it is aluminum. They're putting in this guy to do right. the reflection because they're trying to, you know, the planets that, you know, they're saying that it's like us, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, certainly it's, it's these big corporations, but that's not us. That's like one evil dude in a room. And we need to be held holding them accountable as a human, as a human race, right? We need to say, okay, you guys can't doing this but we just kind of sit back like la 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 what's happening you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially with climate change i think they're just really going to flip it i think there's clearly a disaster um you know environmentally that's happening it's unfolding but it's them you know yes it's us in the sense of us being consumers and and just wasting you know away by buying things that we don't wasting our money by buying things instead of using it to you know give back to our communities and stuff like people just go buy stuff Mm-hmm. Plastic, whatever. And the best way to do, you know, to to really transform things is just to invest in your community. Like, you know, we have a farm share CSA, and it's you know, buy microgreens locally, buy whatever locally. Like, just think like that, yeah. and then you're then it's resolved. And I think a lot of people are doing that, and they are still going to blame it on us. It's still going to be our fault, even though it's it's Nike and whatever. All these huge corporations are making these plastic products, or what? You know, these these incinerators that just. You know, incinerate because they don't really recycle. You know that that is a total yeah.
0: Most waste. of it's trash; it goes into trash. One hundred
1: percent, yeah. And they've come out with some pretty decent documentaries about that, but they just they never hit the mainstream ever. You know, they're like things on PBS every once in a while. But yeah, they're they're blaming it on us. And I think that that's that's how that's my theory. And that the geoengineering is off the hook. I mean, it's crazy out here. You can really see it it's really bad in like the Bronx every time I go into Manhattan I'm like wow I mean the whole thing is sprayed and you're just thinking how is this happening and mm-hmm. they try to the guy in the dimming tries to explain it and you know it's pretty amazing they can pull things off I'm just but then again like you said people just forget oh whoops you know New York Times lied about weapons of mass destruction but yet we don't we, we trust them on pharma or whatever else is new so they're gonna go hard on the climate change thing I think that's my theory.
0: Yeah, and like you said, it the all comes geo-engineering. Right. Yeah, it all comes okay. back to the plants like we could fix the world we could make everything that they're making out of hemp and it'll be biodegradable it'll be safe it grows quick it'll get the CO2 out of the air it's like the solutions are there we have cars that can run on water the solutions are there but we are being led by the least among us the least imaginary the least noble the least uh, wow, that's my favorite line. yeah it's like we can do that but there's people in control actively and it sounds weird it sounds weird to say like oh there's a conspiracy but no it is go look it up they write this they write about this stuff, their plans, their goals. They, they have up. to.
1: They have to put it out there. They have to be like, this is what we're doing, because otherwise, you know, we don't have our we don't have free will.
0: But the thing is, Katie. Ideas, the thing is, Katie. We're the ones actually doing it. They put the plans, and we're the ones who go and do this shit, unknowingly. And
1: follow along. Yeah, we're the ones that we're the ones that just just you know. I feel like, you know, you going back to just like art and how art plays a role. I think they squash art here, but you know, then art will rise at the top. You know, and it's and it. And I think Terrence McKenna, he has this quote, too. He has, you are you are an explorer and you represent the species. You're the greatest good you can do. The greatest good that you can do is to bring back new ideas because our world is endangered by the absence of good ideas. Our world is in crisis because of the absence of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so they downpress the consciousness. Whatever, it's a lockdown or some other engineered health emergency crisis. You know, think alien invasion. I mean, they could pull that off probably super easy too i don't know what you know they're you know how or why you know they haven't done that yet but i feel like it's 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 one of those things where the next thing that's going to happen is really going to be really obvious you know but then there'll be like you said a lot a lot of people that just have no idea Mm -hmm. no idea because i mean you know they didn't have anything about ETs on Netflix like less than like 2 years ago.
0: Mm.
1: You couldn't there was maybe unsolved mysteries. You watched the unsolved mystery yeah. series? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, w- I highly recommend to check out the the Berkshire UFO. I'm up here in this area. Mm. The Berkshire UFO, that thing is it's the cr- I could not believe what happened. It was like in the 60s the
0: Oh, where SpaceX a lot of people
1: thing, saw it? Um in the Berkshires, yeah. I, you know, it's just a whole town was completely blown away by what happened and it actually the person who was abducted that they ended up like making fun of that person and the person had to leave the town I mean you can watch the the unsolved mysteries episode because it's pretty wild in the 60s they were more open to it but people were still lambasted you know they were still treated like they were crazy by the media or whatever so it got squashed it got like covered up but the craziest part of the story I love is that there was two women driving the car the spaceship like took them out of the car, which I always think it's crazy. Why is it? But I feel like it's easier for them to be beamed up if they're moving or something. I don't know mm. what the reasoning, why people get taken when they're in cars, you know, moving. But the, the car was moving and they took the, the the two women up. But then when they returned them, they switched. The person that was driving actually didn't know how to drive. And the person in the passenger seat was the person that knew how to drive. So it was this crazy story. And, um, but there's so much out there that people, you know, can get at it now. Like they, they put it out there they can't hide it, but yeah. it's like, it's up to us. Like you said, it's the end of the day. It's the human, human being having, having to really tap in and get red pill multiple occasions.
0: Yeah. I, when I was younger and naive, I would have this sick, uh, idea of, have you seen that movie Clockwork Orange? Yeah, when they have that guy tied down to a chair and have his eyes like basically he can't close them and he's watching like these videos to kind of correct this brainwashing him yeah Yeah. so I've had this I used to have this sick idea of like I think that's what we're going to have to do to some people just strap them down and play these videos that are like basically showing them weapons of mass destruction all this shit that they lied to us and really be like look here's the proof we're showing you from your uh, media sources that you trust they themselves are showing you how they're liars like What does it take? And again, it comes back now to either the psychedelics or meditation or grounding. There's so many techniques now that are being squashed and hidden, but through social media, they're kind of coming out again that there's methods to return to, like, this tranquil place of what the human spirit really should be, freedom. Like, I love that quote that I just read from your... um, Your song, uh, Freedom is in the Forest. Oh, and I wanted to (laughs) share with you this quote that uh, I saw this movie yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it, but I think you'd love it. It's called Into the Wild. Yes, I've seen that, love it. It starts with this quote that reminds you of this uh, verse that you wrote. It goes like this. There is pleasure in the pathless woods. There is a rapture on the lonely shore. There is society where none intrudes by the deep sea and music in its roar. I love not man the less, but nature more. And that's by Lord Byron. And it's like, damn, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is in nature out there. Like not in society, in these cages, in these rat races where we're all just like trying to get ahead or look better than the others. It's like going back to nature, the, how, how we used to be. Well, we're men here to do like, it's not to have this technology or this fancy clothes or cars. And I love how in the movie, uh, the dad, the son is graduating college and the dad's like, uh, we're gonna buy you a new car. Uh, we're so excited for you he's like why i my car works fine i don't need anything i don't need things things why are these people just wanting and clamoring for more things i just want to go out in nature and so that's what the movie is he goes out into the wild y'all go check it out it's a great movie yeah it's it's a classic i
1: mean when you have kids you see that they want to do that like my my daughter she's in a nature school she's not at we homeschool and she doesn't go to like you said like a a cage every day like uh, schools in general public schools are so ridiculous like sit down all day have them try to do stuff mm-hmm. I mean this cr- like all day I mean they're only outside for like a little bit right and uh you know she's in a nature school she's just she's hanging out with farm animals all day they build paths you know for into the forest and that's what I feel like <clears throat> you know is gonna really just change her and make her not so inundated with the, with the social media and all that and all the craziness that can cause you know a lot of that negativity and it's it's the fear orange stuff because I feel like even if you are awakened to the negativity of the planet you know whatever's happening with the new world order and whatnot <clears throat> whatever you want to call it um you you got to constantly be doing the grounding you got to constantly be I listen I use sound that's probably the number one healing tool I use next to acupuncture 'Cause I myself go have a ton of anxiety. We have a tremendous amount of uncertainty in the world. I mean, who whoever who doesn't at least have a couple of days a week where they feel uncertain, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you turn on any, you know, media, you're like, oh, snap, this happened, whatever. And it's is sound. So I listen to a lot of thank God for Spotify. I mean, we're you know, we're on Spotify here too, but it's like you can literally have access to Self-regio frequencies. I yeah. mean, you've got like, I, I have a couple of amazing, amazing just uh, chanting. I guess it's like this Indian singer and she chants all of this um, ancient, ancient uh, knowledge and, and frequency that can heal you because, you know, there was the ancients really understood sound. They really understood how to like utilize it. And that was one of the sort of through music clearly, you know, and that's why you have be really careful you don't listen to negative music and dark films yeah, and things like that exactly. media in general I'll, don't watch anything that's just a horror movie that just messes up your chakra system oh, yeah, like yeah. everything is messed up when you do that you know it's not good
0: what's right? that artist that you mentioned right now that's yeah like... let me
1: look at that so basically <clears throat> um you know like i was saying you've got so you know solfregio frequencies which are the the frequencies of a key, kind of like C, is like yeah. tranquil, like happiness, G, whatever. But this is the one I highly recommend. It's M U. It's I, I don't speak probably Hindi. Um, it's it's Mula Dara. So if you just go to Spotify and you do M A H M A H A K A T H A, I'll say it again. M A H Ma A K and then Alpha A T H A
0: okay this is like
1: a um, I don't know what this is but it, i know it's an it, it they're, they're it's out of india and it's just you've got these like the one that i think is really really powerful is the one that's um it's just kind of like you listen to it and it's i really like chance to have like a really beautiful spacey melody in the back that still has harmony and melody but it's ancient chakra healing meditation mantras and this is this is i'm telling you when we're talking about ancient knowledge and ancient that we got to bring back it's like these these things these these um meditations these chants and things like you know i don't know if you've ever done ayahuasca ceremony but those songs those songs i think were totally from atlantis like those songs those brazilian songs were from some ancient super powerful spiritual community and they were able to just keep that music on and keep that Frequency going through through the ayahuasca ceremonies, you know And I think that was also a part of ayahuasca that was even, even almost more powerful sometimes than the plant were those songs mm-hmm. those Brazilian the Brazilian style Icaros, the Icaros.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. that's just amazing. I'll just put it on. I'm listening to it right now. Yes, this is exactly the music that I have on my phone, Katie. I, I'm kind of done with <laughs> lyrical music, except music like yours that's high consciousness, like awakening. Yeah, truth music.
1: and There's not a whole whole lot of that, but I do have, I can share with you a couple of like, I try to make
0: playlists of, Same. of
1: lyrical conscious truth music too, because it's hard to find
0: yeah exactly i'm trying to figure out a way to make money and i've thought because i i've had i have playlist of videos i think i sent you mine i have playlist of videos of mm-hmm. songs and I'm maybe, i am maybe i know it's fucked up because i didn't make the music but i have like a playlist of like over 200 300 songs that it's kind of like that it's just to meditate it's kind of like to open your mind to like because i hate like yeah, i don't have a problem
1: pop- with that because people need that you know and this that's why i try to, i tell people about this this particular spot if they also have youtube they have infinite amount of just sound healing type stuff like this and i try to tell people about this i mean there's there's a a podcast called miracle frequency music and it's actually just a podcast
0: miracle and i
1: listen to it over and over again yeah it could come up many different things for you so i could share it with you but your listeners it's 741 hertz frequency remove negative energy cleanse aura that's like what the name of the podcast is but it's like it's like three hours
0: Oh yeah. So you
1: can just play this and just and just remove negative energy. I use that all the time. Like especially when you fall asleep to it. Oh
0: yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And then you got the five twenty-eight hertz love frequency, which which I just want to plug the next movie we're working on. And you can find Time is Art Synchronicity in the Collective Dream on Amazon. But we're working on one called Time is Art the Love Frequency. And Mm. so it's kind of about, you know, it's carrying on the whole synchronicity thing for sure, but it's about one of the people that we do music with rome and so it's going to include more dream circle music as part of you know could be you know it's got a narrative you know but it'd be more kind of like having sequences with the music more um featured whereas the first film had our music in there but it was like a lot of other people's music so i wanted to plug that but that's coming out you know it's it's tough being an artist as you said we got to make money So (laughs) got to raise money you know and we raised money to, like an indiegogo campaign uh to do the first one and then the second one we haven't really raised any money we got like a couple of grants and stuff but it's hard you know you got to figure out how to hustle and make money and yes. do something so that you can you know get this stuff out in the world
0: and if somebody wants to help you out katie how would they reach out to support
1: yeah for for the sync movie what you said um if you go to our if you go to our instagram which is just dream circle music i have in the bio another the link, account, the link tree. and it's the time is our yeah it's called the um the sync movie so it's just oh, t-h-e yes. yeah the sync movie s uh t-h-e-s-y-n-c like synchronicity but just sync short mm-hmm. and then m-o-v-i-e that's the actual instagram account that you can go to and then the website is the same thing it's syncmovie.com. so the website you know for us it's t-shirts whatever you know reach out to us we have other ways but you know we we have um a production company and we just we got to finish that and so you know people can come on as executive producers people can come on you know as um creators you know whatever we're still actually we've got 45 minutes of that movie Mm -hmm. and we've shot a lot more so we have to cut it down but our dream is to go to Arizona and I have this whole like vision and I've started on it um, just the audio part, um, but it's like to go to Arizona to the beautiful, epic caves. I don't even wow. know where they are. i got to research it, but I have this like 4K stock footage of this those caves, you know, those like really iconic caves they have? Yeah. The light hitting them. I don't even know where it is, but somewhere in Arizona, we have good friends that are out there, living out there. So our dream is to finish the film and just go to Arizona and, and that would be like the last and then shoot a music video that goes with it too. Wow. So. Yeah, you know, reach out if you can in any way. That's you know where we need support, just like all artists.
0: That's strange. Uh, I had coffee with my friend last week, and he says he wants to move to Arizona as well. That's weird.
1: There you go. All coming together, (laughs) Arizona. (laughs) I'm feeling like our film is definitely gonna get. They have a a film festival. That's like the Sedona Illuminate Film Festival. I think. I feel Mm. like our film is gonna get hopefully featured in that, and then we can. That'll help us, you know, get it out to more people, and we. We um, but it, Arizona, I'm feeling like the Arizona vibes too.
0: That's awesome, man. I, I I could talk to you for hours, and I would love to talk with your husband. Maybe sometime we can set the time. Uh, maybe yeah. We can put absolutely, in I know your
1: book till July, but.
0: And um, I, I was really interested in what you said about the nature school. Um, how did y'all hear about that?
1: Well, we live in Kingston, and whenever the whole sort of lockdown thing happened, and they started masking the kids, and just like you know, everything was remote. Nobody was doing anything in a public school. A lot of these teachers, you know, and uh, we were actually ex-teachers, too. I was teaching music production and, um, like, you know, training kids how to do editing and Adobe Premiere and stuff. And, you know, we lost our jobs during the mandates. And so a lot of people were like that. They were like, oh, we're going to start something new. And so the people that started this nature school up here in the Hudson Valley um they were just like oh we're gonna just do this you know and so there were ex waldorf teachers and they just started like this it's crazy i'm like amazed that they're doing this but people are just doing amazing stuff they mm-hmm. really are so
0: yeah people... yeah we
1: just put our seven-year-old in there or six she was like she's been going for like a year and she goes there three times a week and then we just homeschool her otherwise but yeah stony hollow farm shout out to them for doing that. They have like a bunch of kids that just come every day and they're just they're doing exactly what they should be doing. Exactly. You know, just getting back to
0: nature. Yeah, that's how kids learn through playing. They don't learn by fucking reading. It's it's mostly playing and having fun, being in nature, experiencing the things that they want to learn about, not just reading. It's it's a difference between reading to learn on a bike to riding about one for rows.
1: Exactly.
0: Maybe you can put me in touch with them. I would love to talk with them and have a conversation with them. Cause yeah, they would, exactly they would love to do exactly. People that. are doing this. They, they're tired. They're like people are scratching for something else. They don't want to have this 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 shit that we just that were taught to us. We're like, no, there's got to be a better way. There is a better way. Schools look like prisons inside. They're empty hall like hallway, straight, every no windows. Well, let me
1: tell you, talk. This is the last thing I'll say because I know we got to wrap it up. But my husband was also a teacher, and he got kept, moved moved around, and he his last gig was in Harlem in a, you can look this up. There is a massive high school with no windows.
0: Oh God. This
1: exists. You can look up Harlem high school with no windows. And it's like mostly kids of color, of course. And uh, the school was like, it was ridiculous. It was like, how in God's name did this get built in the hood? Well, they don't need windows and this exists and this is where he was working and it, it was just like
0: wow oh my god you know god. so you could
1: go from literally in harlem in the hood a, no window school to like we moved you know to up to the hudson valley where there's a nature school so this is our reality you got to choose it choose wisely because mm-hmm. if that's your reality you're choosing a windowless school it's not gonna it's not looking good for you choose nature nature school <laughs> that's yeah. my advice to you <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's so simple. It's just going outside in nature. But the sad thing is, Katie, is that they're taking away nature. I see them in my city, Houston. They're, like, tearing down these areas that had a lot of trees and just building, like, a company uh, parks, building, I mean, uh, office building parks for, like, more businesses. I'm like, what the fuck? You're taking out the trees.
1: Oh, my God, man. That's so depressing. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in, in Texas, and, you know, it's, there's a lot of just, you know, it, things that are going on in the world where you're just, like, I cannot believe this is happening, and then there, then you, you, either, question for me, though, is do you stay there and fight them, or do you leave, you, you know?
0: To, uh, what do you do think? We, you, what do you think?
1: That's what I'm asking you. I, mean, I think you, you leave.
0: You have to. I'm planning it. Right, we is. left. That's, yeah. a,
1: that's what we did. We left New York City. I mean, why would you, New York City is the rotten apple, Right. you know? It had its moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thank God it has, like, Central Park and Prospect Park, and they'll never build stuff there, but... You know, it's crazy. It's it's just full of trash, and you know, you can't live like that. It's no way for a kid to live when they don't have access in the backyard. And yeah, yeah. we got out. So, you know, I got out of Texas, but I I, I always laugh about how Austin has changed because it was, you know, it's now pretty much you know like everywhere else. So, back in the day, it wasn't that way. There were more. There are more places. Um, in Central America that are that are in balance, but oh, I can't say that there are too many places in the United States these days, you
0: know? yeah, no, I always imagine what would like a real enlightened, awakened city look like? Like, like you said earlier, everything would be made there. Um we would, uh... If we needed a broom, you go to this place where you make your own shit. You don't just buy something made in China.
1: Yeah, and, or everyone shares the broom, you know, yeah, like co-housing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. Th- like, th- that's no
1: what... one needs to all have, no one, everyone, th- there's no need for everyone to all have, like, a vacuum or, like, 5,000 different, you know, things that, mm-hmm. that are, like, you know, you could just go and say, hey, I'm, can I just borrow your vacuum for the day? And it's like store or maybe it's just stored in like a central area, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. That could
1: happen. It does have there is co-housing that's happening. But it's so far, few and far between.
0: But but there's people like you, Katie, and your husband. And I, I was scrolling right up through your Instagram. I love how you have your daughter reading uh the book. Who is the real Anthony Fauci? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And look, it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. You are raising a person who knows. Now, the next generation, if we keep doing this, eventually we will win. Because the people, the elites who have kids, like, they're sad, they're depressed, they're just filled with hate. And it's, it has to be the source of love. Like, your your daughter, she looks so happy. She, You are doing the right thing. You are not indoctrinating her. You're teaching her what it is, like, the human, the actual human with love and art and, and this way of, like, really being a human and not letting yourself be brainwashed by society school whatever and that's yeah, what it thank is you. i mean it starts
1: with the kids you got to do it with yeah. kids if you're gonna have kids you gotta give them what you did not have we were all brainwashed you know and we have to deprogram every day
0: yeah well well katie this was amazing i want to do it again and with your husband and with the nature school people uh, if you can mm-hmm. send me their info Definitely. um
1: thank you for having me I, this was a great conversation and you, you know shout out to you too and keep it up
0: let's plug all your stuff really quick. The time is art film. Where can they find that?
1: So that's the sync movie, T H E S Y N C movie. And that's on Instagram, the sync movie, and then the sync movie.com. It's on YouTube. We have a pretty big YouTube channel that is things are changing productions. And then we also have the sync movie. Um, you can search, um, things are changing productions on YouTube. And there's like a bunch of crazy videos, like with Rupert Sheldrake and, people talking from this conference, the Synchronicity Symposium that happened, you know, 2014 or something. That was also used in the film. Mm-hmm. And But then there's just like, you know, I can also send this to YouTube. but you can also download Time Art if you want to support us. Another way is to, you know, purchase it through Vimeo or um, Amazon. They don't give us hardly anything. It's also on Gaia TV, but, you know, I would say watch it. Then you can help support. But one of the easiest ways is definitely just to pay for it. Go into our website, thesinkmovie.com, and just download "Time Is Our Synchronicity" and "The Collective Dream." You can stream it too; you don't have to download it. And then there's extra scenes, so you could pay for the True Seeker package, and that's just one way to support. And then Dream Circle is on Spotify. You just search Dream Circle. There's like two, but you'll see it's like me and my husband, sunglasses on, and then that's also Instagram. Yeah. But we're on um, Spotify. We're gonna have new music coming out, like a song's coming out in April.
0: Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's awesome. I love it. Um, I love what y'all are doing. Y'all keep up the good work. And, um, yeah, man, it's just like this is how we change the world. The pen is mightier than the sword. You have to create art, make your own shit to wake others up, to be like, oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. What is that about? And then go read into it. I, like, I'm that type of guy, Katie, that when I'm watching a movie, I'll be pausing it to take notes and take, look look up stuff that they're talking about. I just... Or sample that shit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 100%. And share. I like the podcast. I mean, I like the idea when you're on a podcast and you tell people, go and see this, go and do that. Like, I think that's how a lot of stuff gets shared. Yeah. You know, go and check this person out on Spotify or go and watch this film or go and, you know, and uh, I think there's a lot of gems we dropped in this one. So hopefully people will go check it out and just be more enlightened and more, you know, aware.
0: Yeah. Just is that synchronicity stuff. but 100%. Um... Uh, what was I going to ask? I have one more question, I think. Um, so new music coming up in April, and you're yeah, working so on a new a song music, called right?
1: Sur- surrender and forgive coming out in April because we haven't put out. We have a lot of new music, but we just haven't had the. You know, it's 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 a lot of money to you know engineer and and finish songs. It's one thing to start a song, but to just do it from you know, do it from scratch, but we have this amazing engineer and he'll like replay a lot of it and use his, like the synthesizers to make it like the frequency really tight. So this, you know, you're hearing like a, a really, you know, um, just a lot of energy and understanding of frequencies and stuff are being put into the music, not only just the lyrics, but then there's, as you saw, there are music videos. So if you go to, you know, YouTube dream circle music, watch our music videos and so i would love to be able to make some new music videos but those things are crazy we make our own music videos too but there's so much work and time and you know we have kids and a farm so it makes it a little tricky but if anyone out there wants to collaborate with us on a music video that would be sweet um even just lyric videos i was making one for surrender and forgive and then we have the future coming out as well and then we're gonna start just releasing the songs um as we have them engineered and mixed um mm. you know over time like once a month I'm, and then when the film comes out we'll just have it all come out together as a you know uh a kind of like a movie soundtrack oh
0: that's cool when is that new movie coming out
1: that has to be you know that's the Arizona that's yeah. the Arizona that's vision future, right that's the like fly out to Arizona. And then um, Rome is in Dallas, actually. So he's not out here. He was in, we, you know, we film most of it in Brooklyn, and then we film some in other places. But he, uh, he since has left New York State, and he's in Dallas. So maybe you can meet up with him since you're in Texas. But uh, he would be a good person to have on the podcast, too. It's just, you know, getting together, like getting getting together for that last um, scene, because the film is kind of about him. It's basically... Time is Art's like a narrative, uh, an artist's spiritual journey, kind of through synchronicity, like how they kind of connect all these different things to kind of figure out who they are and what their purpose is. And so that's what, that's kind of the flow that goes through it. And so, you know, he's out in Texas, which is really interesting. So we have to sync up. We got to get the synchronization Mm -hmm. to make that happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And folks, go check out that movie. Instead of paying for movies that indoctrinate you and brainwash you and make you dumber and a zombie, go pay for something that's gonna actually open your mind and teach you something. And like I like that you said that scene about Terrence McKenna book. Like that's how it goes. That's just, my screenplay, and that's another thing oh, that one wh- day that'll get made. Oh, that hasn't been made? <laughs> that's, that's not oh, in the movie, dang. that's a
1: screenplay. called. Yeah, that's, that was inspired by Time is Art, really. I just started writing a screenplay during that time, which is a whole other story. We could go on
0: a yeah, tangent,
1: it's actually someone that was had sent me an email about their life, their father in the CIA and like, oh, oh shit. Crap, I'm not gonna we don't have time. But um just like a whole email through Proton, email, um, mail before that even anybody even knew about it. And then they just disappeared. It was like they just had this share with the world. And then just like I was supposed to make it into a movie. I don't know. God works in mysterious yeah. ways. So. But see, that's Whatever. what I'm
0: talking about. Those are the like, the little what would you call them? The little nuggets, the little gems that you gotta follow. Like that guy saw that book, mm-hmm. he, and we're, we're, right now I'm telling y'all, go check out the movie *Time Is Art*, the sing film. And because this is how it goes, you gotta follow these threads. Like the universe is trying to tell you something, but you most people are just oblivious to it. They, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. But it's like, no, let me step out of my comfort zone and check this out it, it, it glimmered in my eye maybe there's something there for me and that's that's how I feel it works
1: yeah it's like it's like guideposts that when you see the 47s or the 1111s yeah. or the 333s or whatever they're like here's a moment you know to make that connection with your guides or some other spiritual being from a different yeah, you know yeah. dimension that's like more more connected to the higher force you know and you are in this 3D world it's really tough being oppressed and we just have to every day try to feed it with what, you know, what, with media that is, or art or music or sound that is healing. Cause otherwise you're just, you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be really hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Katie. This was a blessing and a synchronicity again. Um, I would like to have you on again. Uh, y'all go check out their music, their film, um, and y'all engulf yourself in this stuff, guys. It's not like just blindly watching whatever's on TV, it's seeking out things that are gonna, raise your consciousness. And so with that, um, that was a great talk. Uh, Katie, um, we'll do it again sometime. And uh, remember, all of y'all, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. All right, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed that talk with Katie from Dream Circle Music. Please check out this stuff, guys. This is the universe telling you, not me. Um, I'm going to play out, y'all, with this song called Simple Things. Uh, the, the quote that I mentioned earlier, and their album cover is pretty cool. It has just a bunch of different mushrooms. Um, I don't, I don't see a hallucinogenic one. They look like just the ones that people eat, the healthy ones, um, but truffles and stuff. But I hope y'all like that. Please check out their stuff. I'm gonna just try and have a conversation with their husband and at nature school because uh, that's what we need to be doing: creating new systems that that combat, you know, that world order that they're trying to implant, implant and brainwash our kids. But enough of that. Uh, this is Simple Things by Dream Circle and Own Boy Rome. So remember, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. Of the mind,
1: social constructs attract reception to the divine. Trapped in the confines of a cubicle, we cannot align with the creative force that can stop the time. Frequency
0: of money, where there's always war, to instructive it all by what came before and what shall come after. We gotta get out. We gotta get out. We gotta get out. got cancer those who see truth don't look to the suits the chancellor ain't really trying to enhance updated technology but we we'll have yet to advance are you getting me we could be on another level telepathy, but only once we lose the weaponry had us playing these games for so long, it's no wonder that we lost our memory, we start to connect and recollect, then they on us like referee, we ain't taking every chance to elevate up out of the trance, trance, we in the strife, the students shooting now, questions be like, who do you like for president, <laughs> clearly we forgot about the elements, elephants up in the room, how can we ever sense the magnificence of what has been and what shall what be, what shall come after, we gotta get out.